I don't know how I feel about running a cage. You just don't know where that cage has been. You are listening to Irrational Confidence, a conversation podcast about sports, technology, and entertainment. This is episode number 30. I am Nicholas, and with me as always, the Charles Marlowe to my Mr. Kurtz, it's Brandon. I don't get it. You don't get it? You're going to Africa. You're going to the heart of darkness. Oh, I never read that book. Oh, it's I think book. it was uh, on the short list of the ones I didn't have to pick. That was Heart of Darkness, American Lit, correct? Or is that... Um, no, British, no, British Lit, I guess. Right? I think he was czechoslovakian maybe but he lived in britain right I think. so i think it was british lit so that would have been junior year and i think i decided to read you skipped school that year no i actually enjoyed english i had mono for an entire year i enjoyed english Turns out i was just really bored but i nice what is that from uh wayne's world yeah that sounds about right uh i don't know why i did not read it i do not know for whom the bell tolls which is american lit but that's neither here nor there uh maybe your wife will listen now we had just had a i guarantee 30 second literary reference no because well she doesn't listen anyway but she, heart of darkness is one of her least favorite books of all time it's one of her she hates it. it's is it one of her least favorite books about darkness the least uh, favorite hearts. i think it's the hearts uh, least favorite book about yeah. hearts she yeah. i heard she was a big fan of the telltale heart what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on the spectrum of books about hearts. <laughs> yeah, heart, what is heart the, darkness way down. What is the top? What is up. the top heart book? Um, I think it's uh, Grey's Anatomy. I don't know. I have no idea. What? That's not. A, I don't know. That's not a book. That's a, that is a book. Well, Grey's Anatomy. It's an is a anatomy book. book. Grey's Anatomy. I've got a copy of it around here somewhere. Yeah, but heart's a very small part of that. It's about anatomy. That's true. It's yeah. It's only a couple pages. Whereas, whereas the Telltale Heart, that's pretty much all about the damn heart. I can't, I can't argue with you there, buddy. <laughs> facts are facts, bro. Facts are facts. <laughs> uh, I was gonna go with the uh, the uh, Apocalypse Now version, but that was Vietnam, and you're not going to Vietnam. You're going to Africa. I am going to Africa. That is right. I forgot about that. Oh wait, no, I didn't. Oh my <laughs> no, god. Didn't. I'm going to Africa. So I've been I've been reading your blog. Oh, excellent. Meet up, excellent. And I will put a link in the show notes so people can read your blog. It's very good. Yeah, follow my blog. I'm not a blogger by trade. Uh, I'm a po- <laughs> I'm a podcaster, as you know. This is episode thirty. Holy shit! Thirty episodes. I'm pretty proud. Thirty episodes. I'm pretty proud of ourselves. Pretty, and our wives <laughs> said that we were going to go how many episodes? Uh, I think the over under was five, and I think they both took the under. They both took the under. So, so they owe us big time. Yeah. So I'm pretty proud of 30 episodes, but uh, I'm not a blogger, but I will make uh, and put forth the effort because I want to be able to connect with my peeps back home in the States and show some cool pictures and just kind of let you know. do you have? Man, I got more than the day is long. I don't know what that <laughs> I got means. like three. Got three peeps? I got lots of peeps. I got peeps at yeah. work. I got peeps at home. I got... You got way more peeps than I got. Yeah, I got lots of peeps. I got peeps who want to know what I'm doing. And so... I'm uh, keeping them, you know, invested and involved in my life. Yep. You got to. You so, got to. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'll be blogging. Uh, you can follow me on Tumblr. FishBC is my uh, address or login. I don't know how that all works, but you can search that and find my blog. And, uh, yeah, I'll be in Africa for a little over two weeks. Um, it's a little nutty right now because of all these consulate closings. Have you heard about these? 
I saw something on CNN and then I skipped it. Yeah, apparently I decided to travel out there during the holy, I don't know, it's like the holy new year Ramadan or whatever, the holy month of Ramadan. Uh, And and then this weekend is apparently like the holy day. So... And you're traveling this weekend. Yeah, so that's that's good. That was good choice. That was good, choice. good, good choices by me. Um, so yeah, so there's a bunch of consulates closing, including one in the country right next to where I'm flying into uh, for a layover, and then I go down to South Africa, which is not not really so much of an issue. It's more Middle East and Northern Africa, but uh, yeah. So who knows? Still crazy. Still kind of crazy, but I will promise. Did you get all your shots, bro? I got a few. I didn't have to get so many because I was going to South Africa. It's actually in a malaria-free zone. Oh, that's good. So I had to get... uh, Most of them I already had because of, you know, all the time I spend in the hospital. Uh, Right. You know, so I'm already up to date. Every year I have to get, uh, you know, just the the TB test and the hep B uh, and flu and all that stuff. And then I had to get hep A uh, typhoid, which was a fun pill I had to take a week every two days a week before my trip with a tall mm-hmm. glass of warm water which is random yeah so the, yeah. the pill the pill had to be refrigerated yet i had to take yeah. the pill with a glass of warm water that's right it's what the fuck bro <laughs> and 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 i had to take it one hour before eating like holy fuck me in the ass like who the fuck can do that so it's like wait a minute i have to think about this an hour before eating which at that yep. point i want to eat because i'm thinking about eating but no, it has to be an and hour. You get to wait an hour. It has to wait an hour, and I have to eat a cold pill with a glass of warm water. I'm like, and this is on top of all the pills you already take. I'm like, just give me fucking typhoid. I'd rather have typhoid. <laughs> you say that now. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I, I take that back. Strike that. Reverse oh. it. Um, but yeah, so oh. fucking crazy with the typhoid. But uh, I did not have yeah. to get malaria shot because I'm not leaving uh, the malaria free zone. That's good. If you see any like District Nine going on down there, stay away from the black juice, okay? <laughs> and the and the and the shaking camera, and the shaking camera, <laughs> and the and the hyper realistic special. <laughs> Give me epilepsy. Jeez, that movie messed me up. If you come back with one black arm, I'm going to be very upset. No, I'll be all right. Okay. I may hopefully my goal is to come back with both of my arms. You know, given that. Uh, it's September and great white sharks are in abundance or it's August, almost September and great white sharks are in abundance in uh, South Africa. It, isn't it shark week? It's, it's shark, it's week, shark right? week. And the first program that was on last night was talking about the uh, history of how they discovered that great whites uh, breach and they actually jump out of the water and eat these seals and all this stuff. And they first saw that in, in Cape Town, South Africa, about 10, 15 years ago. So I was like, yep, going to be there in a week. I don't. What? Don't go out in that ocean, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. Unless you're in, unless you have a cage, right? Unless you're in a cage. Oh yeah. Well, are you taking your cage with you, or are you going to leave it here <laughs> and like rent a cage when you get there? I don't know. I don't know. How I feel about renting a cage. You just don't know where that cage has been. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a pain to travel with your cage, but like you know that cage, right? And then at least I wouldn't have to get a tetanus shot. That's true. Yeah, your cage is stainless steel, right? Cl- yeah, clearly. Is clearly. there is there any other kind? No, not in my book. I have no uh, idea what we're talking about. We're talking about Africa, and I'm going for Africa. two weeks. I'm going to teach the children, uh, lead them well, or what is it? Hel- they help are them, our future. Help them lead the way. Yeah, teach them yeah. well, help them lead the way. Yeah. The children are our future. <laughs> Sexual chocolate. I don't know how I feel about you teaching them. Sexual but. chocolate. 
Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Do, do not teach those children sexual chocolate. No, no, no. I'm going to teach them some good, uh, some good music. Maybe some Bob. Teach them how to be good Americans. Americans. America. America. Wait. Yes. America. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Teach them I'm what's gonna, great about America. I'm going to take them uh, all of the uh, old, um, you know, Red Sox championship gear from uh, 2000. Nice. 2004, 2007. I might be able to dig up a Manny shirt for you to take. I have, actually, I have a Papelbon shirt that they can probably have. <laughs> you know what, kid? You can have that one. <laughs> I, yeah, my dog's uh, at at the point where Papelbon left the team. My dog grew out. My dogs grew out of the uh, ripped to shred shirt phase. Um, you know, they weren't. We weren't crating them anymore, so I couldn't throw a jersey in their crate. So it's sitting around somewhere, collecting dust, much like Even much the like, don't like yeah, him anymore. much like Papelbon is doing on his team much this year. Like. Papelbon. So you're going to Africa. Yeah, I am going to Africa. So it's yeah. kind of crazy. Uh, leaving on Friday, and it's been a whirlwind trying to get ready for it. I was gone out of town last week, as we talked about. Yep. And, and uh, you had a, a bit of an incident there as well. Yeah, no shit, bro. Like, I can't even go out of town. I swear to God, shit just fucking comes at me. I got. <laughs> My house well, got okay. struck by lightning. It really well, it came, came at my house. at your house yeah. and your wife more than you. Right. It it just missed me in Charlotte and struck my house in Chesapeake. In Chesapeake. <laughs> uh, yeah, house was struck by lightning one o'clock in the morning on the day I was coming home. Awesome. Did your wife shit herself? Because um, I would have. Pretty I would have, sure. Like, my bowels would have just released. Yeah, she, I'm pretty sure she freaked the F out and called, and she definitely called me at one o'clock in the morning. It was awesome. Yeah. It's the security alarm. It's awesome for everybody. Yeah, everyone, all parties involved. R- really, really great. I highly recommend it if you have the means. Uh, yeah, called the uh, the security system went off. All this crazy shit, and I was left pick up the pieces when I got home. And you know, uh, multitude of phone calls later, roofing guys are coming out. Siding guys have to come out. They were literally oh, having to replace like framing on the inside. Holy jeez, um, really? Yep. Yep. It, completely disintegrated a wood beam that went straight down from the back of the the house above the the window above the garage um to i assume the, this is a wood beam that you need um not it's like not crucial but i probably don't want to be like oh that can just stay ripped to shreds it's fine yeah i mean clearly my house is still standing and i'm in the room that lightning was struck so you know Maybe I want to get it replaced at some point, but it's not crucial to the structural validity of the house. Uh, so I think it'll be OK. But so we're getting all that fixed and then moving inside. Lots of fun stuff. My Ankyo receiver uh, no. play, plays MP3, you know, AV connection works. None of the none of the HDMI outs work. Oh, uh, X, that like ruins the entire value of it. Right. Xbox uh, power works, but HDMI doesn't work. Um Phones are dead. Both my Verizon router was killed and my airport airport extreme gone. Oh man. Uh Mac was okay. Two TVs are okay. So we'll uh make fun stuff. So having to catalog all that, which I ain't even starting the process of until I get home and see what uh what they'll be able to reimburse me for because uh, you know, the and I think I tweeted this out last week, but the the four most dreaded words in insurance claims is like kind and quality Ugh. so even yeah, though i paid yeah. whatever let's say i paid 500 dollars for that onkyo receiver i don't know what i fleeced hh greg for actually on it but <laughs> um say 500 dollars for that onkyo receiver you know it may be worth 250 today and so that's what they'll probably pay me for it 
Um, and then and then it comes in a depreciated cost where they give me the depreciated cost up front and they reimburse me the difference later. So lots of fun stuff to to look mm. forward to when I get back. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, and the garage door opener was fried. Had to get someone come out here, pay 300 bucks to fix that. And uh, yeah, we had to uh, open and close our garage door like savages for a week. Oh, my God. Like manually. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous, dude. It's like the stone. Let me tell you what you have if what you have to do to do that. You actually have to. So you have to open your garage door up. You have to get in your car you have to start your car. You have to pull mm-hmm. your car out of the driveway. Mm-hmm. Then you have to get out of your car. You mm-hmm. have to go back into the garage, like inside mm-hmm. the garage. You have to shut the garage door from the inside. Then you have to walk out of your house from the side door, making sure mm-hmm. that door's locked so no one steals your shit, and then walk around back into the car, and then you can leave. Seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what people do? That's, that's what they did, like, in the Kennedy administration. Yeah, re- yeah forget that. No, sorry. My country can do a lot more for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well stated. Oh, gosh. So that was crazy. So I was happy to get that fixed. And and then I had to have an electrician come out and check. Oh, man, it was just a mess. So don't, uh, you know, note to self, don't F with Zeus. No. Did you like anger the gods in some way or i don't know i don't know what happened it's ridiculous this house isn't even two years old i do you know i think what happened is that i think it's my own fault i did move into a house next door to a preacher so Uh, it's like if lightning was going to strike it wasn't going to not going to hit his house yeah so i think i'm going to get it you're kind of asking for it (laughs) it's my fault this is all your fault. fault yeah what was I th- if I were the insurance company, I wouldn't pay you a dime. Yeah, they, they're actually been pretty good. So, I mean, it's well, re- it's ridiculous how this guy came out to do the adjusting and take pictures and stuff and literally was out for like 20, 30 minutes and then came back with a, re- with a report like pages long with exactly the measurements of every little thing that needed to be fixed and how much it cost and the unit price and all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, crap. someone's got too much time on their hands. Oh, <laughs> hashtag sticks reference. <laughs> Jesus. you like that right oh that was good that was awesome that was good you're quick on the draw tonight yeah. yeah i don't know what it is man i don't know what it is but it's good um, stuff yeah i still got some of that lightning juice flowing through me yeah that's what it is you are in that same room i so. am i am it's my association yeah uh so yeah so nothing much is happening is happening in my life yeah exactly yeah same old same old going to africa getting hit by lightning. and the most important thing to happen in the last couple of weeks i purchased i got our tickets uh yes i saw your 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 tweet and they were they were absolutely beautiful i don't know if if we told our listeners i don't think we have about about this uh uh, this thing that we're doing i will be uh and i'm sure i speak for for both of us and say that i will be popping my pearl jam cherry (laughs) <laughs> at the I will be as well at the John Paul Jones Arena in October and I can't tell you how excited I am about this we are going to see Pearl Jam it's awesome I'm excited now I know you know they're probably going to play a lot of their crap from their new album and that's fine but that's as long as they play a lot of their old stuff and most of their concerts and stuff that I listen to on Pearl Jam Radio I mean they do a really nice mix and then and they play a lot of their old stuff so I'm really hoping for that because that's what I'm going for because I'm an old buddy duddy yeah so yeah you are okay so we got some news we can get to yeah let's do it yeah um i got a whole bunch of news sir and it's all about baseball all right well i'm sure uh at least like half of the people that listen to this podcast will be excited about that 
everybody's gonna love it. Okay, go for it. Okay, we'll we'll save the best baseball news for last. Okay. Okay, we're gonna catch up on some stuff we missed because uh, we took a little while to record this episode. Um, Red Sox have signed Mr. Dustin Pedroia through 2021. I am very excited about this. I bet you are. Laser I'm show. Super excited. The laser show. They give him an eight-year extension on his contract. It starts in 2014, which it basically he was signed through 2014. This cuts the last year of that contract off and starts a new contract um, at the beginning of 2014. It's $110 million over the life of the contract. He's the first second baseman to sign a 100 plus 100 million plus dollar contract. Although that's probably going to be um, exceeded by Robinson Cano when he signs. Um, and uh, Mr. Pedroia stated that he would like to stay in Boston through the end of his playing career. So I'm very excited about that. And my daughter was very happy about it too, because we have matching Pedroia t-shirts. So here's my question. And okay. I'll preface it by saying that I really like Pedroia and I'm really excited that he's with the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the next seven years, you said, right? So, uh, uh, what? So yeah. he he says Plus he, this year, yeah, right. So he said, so se- seven years, yeah, so twenty twenty one. Uh, he says he wants to retire a Red Sox, right? Yes. Do you think that management? Because if he's going to re- want to retire a Red Sox, he's going to want more than just he's going to want another deal. He's not going to want to retire at thirty six, right? He's twenty nine right now. We're talking about seven year more, yeah. seven more years. Mm-hmm. So. Do you re- do you think that they're actually going to give him what he wants at that point, or would Pedroia take less? Mm, I don't think they'll give him another long term contract like that. Right? They might saw, give him like what happened with with Euclidus uh, with um, Damon. Yeah, uh, I mean, at that point, you know, depending on how healthy is he is at that point, like it might be okay. We're ready to go like two more years or one more year, right? And then you can make that your swan song. Hmm. Okay. Be interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, hopefully that's you know, obviously not a discussion we're going to have for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy. He is a, uh, he's a great player and he is, uh, you know, he's a heart and soul of that team, even though he's not technically the, a captain. Uh, I think he definitely is looked to by a lot of the players as the, uh, as the wily veteran. Definitely. I believe he and, was it him and Lester and Ortiz are the longest current active Red Sox players? I believe. Um, sounds about is there anybody right. Anybody else any longer? I don't think there is. Nope, I don't think so. Um, I mean, he's oh, and he's got a birthday this month. Look at that! Happy birthday, Dustin! Day I know after he's a friend of the show and longtime listener. Day uh day after mine. Yeah, I got that written down. There uh, you go. What day that is? Yeah, one of those days. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got you a podcast. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so All right. so Petroy's not going anywhere. He is not going anywhere. And what about, what about Ellsbury? <laughs> um, isn't he in a free? Isn't this uh, his contract year? Free agent at the end of this year. They're not going to resign him. And his manager is Scott Boris. So oh, he uh, wants money, money, money. He wants money. Um, show and me the money. Honestly, I, I, I don't know how aggressively they're gonna try to keep him on because he, that's uh, too bad. That's too bad. It would have been nice because he, he's kind of in a weird place where if he performs really well this year, he's gonna be worth a ton of money. If he doesn't, wow. he's not gonna be good enough for them to give him what he would make, what he would deserve. 
So he's kind of in a weird position, and he, I don't think he's going to be with the team next year. Him and uh, Pedroia are pretty much making the same amount of money this year. Are they? Yeah, Pedroia is making $8 million this year, and Ellsbury is making 8.05. See, I'm not sure. Like, in my opinion, I don't think Ellsbury is worth much more than that. But in the market, he could probably get more than that. And Right, some lower-level team will probably pay for it. Yeah. I mean, you you look at him on a on a team like the Red Sox, and you you say, okay, well, compared to Victorino and Gomes and Nava, I mean, we can get better deals for, you know, almost as good output. But right. if you're a you know a Kansas City or a, you know the White Sox or you know somebody that really needs some production, then that may look like a really good deal. So, I don't well, know. Why would you go play for those teams though? I don't know. Um, <sighs> money is it really what it's all about though for some I guess guys in, in i don't base- know if it is for him but for in some baseball guys i guess with guaranteed contracts right i guess that's what you're trying to do especially yeah. at that age you know 20 there what uh ellsbury's right around ellsbury's 30 right 29 30 he's right ar- he am not sure he's right around that age he's like this i think he's the same age as pejora so i i can understand they're trying to get their last big contract because mm-hmm. you know he's not they're not going to get another one I mean, that's why, you know, Pedroia was gunning so hard to get this contract settled up so he could make his money now while he wasn't hurt. Yep. He's having a pretty good year. He's having a great year. His foot team's team's doing up. well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I mean, I don't... I, I honestly have no good information about which way the wind is blowing with Ellsbury, but I just my gut instinct, I don't think he's going to be with the team after this year. Okay. But I could be completely wrong. So yeah, there you've, you go. you've been known to be completely wrong before. I've been known to be very wrong. Uh, but we do have an addition to the team. Oh, that is right. Yes, at, the tra- at the trade deadline, at we got a, we got another one, pitcher. One day before the trade deadline, we got Mr. Jake Peavy from the Chicago White Sox. Awesome. In a three-team deal with the White Sox and the Tigers. And the only really important parts are we got Jake Peavy and um, Jose Iglesias got sent to the Tigers, which is Kind of a loss, but with why the do we why do we hate shortstop infield? <laughs> we got a revolving door at shortstop and third base. Um, why why do we hate them so, Nicholas? I mean, I don't know. I mean, ever since Garcia Parra left, it's been like a revolving door. So I I don't know, but um, there's so many. Uh, left side of the infield guys coming up, right? Double A and Triple A that they're just like fine, just let them go. So especially uh, for just, starting they'll be, pitching, there'll be someone else to replace them. Is that pretty much? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bogarts will be coming up probably not this year, I don't think, and maybe even not next year, but definitely in the year after that, I would say he will be up. And they got they still have Middlebrooks down there, you know, so. They got right. plenty of talent on that side of the infield. I mean, and, I'm not, yeah, I'm not really complaining. It's just, it's just sucked to see another shortstop go. But I guess you know we do need pitching, so you got to give up yeah. something to get something. Yep. And it it does kind of show that they wanted to plug that hole sooner than Buckholtz was going to be ready to get back. Although I did hear that he was going to resume throwing uh, Friday, maybe tomorrow. Maybe, I can't remember, but he's going to resume throwing this week. So yeah, but they're not pitching him into. He's not going to pitch until September. Mm-hmm. Right. Probably not. Maybe not even then. I, I hope know. he does, but I'm not holding out hope. So. Man, I'd rather him be healthy for the playoffs. That's true. 
So at least uh, we got to worry about the Rays, man. The Rays are right there. They are there and they are tearing shit up right now. Um, But on the bright side is uh, that Lester seems to be turning the corner. So Uh, what Um, did you watch? Did you watch that game? I did. I did. He was he was terrible. He well, the game before he was good. And there were some bright spots in his last game. So he, I don't know. He just seems like he might be starting to come around. He, he had some bright spots. Yes. Yes, he did. (laughs) Oh my God. John Wilkes Booth had some bright spots, but he still (laughs) killed Lincoln. Wow, dude. Wow. Uh, I think you just called uh, John Lester a murderer. (laughs) Six Emperor Tyrannus. (laughs) <laughs> so um so we got Jake Peavy and with the White Sox this year he's 8 and 4 4.28 ERA which doesn't sound that great but um he's had like no support. Uh he's pitched 80 innings, 83 strikeouts, 17 walks and in his first start uh was it Saturday I guess against the Diamondbacks. He got the win, 7 innings pitched, 2 earned runs, 7 strikeouts, 2 walks. So at least from what we've seen so far it was a good trade. So yeah, man. Uh, I'll take another number two. Yeah. I think... Uh, I'm totally fine with five number twos. Hey. If that's what we got to put out there, that's num- fine. Number two. <laughs> I'm just tired of these number sixes and number sevens. And I will sevens. call him number two. I shall call him number two. Uh, Honestly, so, who throws a shoe? Who throws a shoe, man? <laughs> um. So then we've got, uh, we got some big-time baseball news. It's almost breaking. Oh, it is breaking. Depending, obviously, depending on uh, when you get this podcast post yeah, episode posted. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was breaking when we recorded this. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, all, that's that's what we're going with. That's exactly what we're going with. Uh, so we today was announced. This is uh, Monday, August what? Fifth, fifth, twenty thirteen. And uh, the the Major League Baseball announced suspensions of the players linked to the biogenesis lab would you let me go through this list sir uh, i got a whole slew of names sure go ahead i only really recognize two on there yeah there's only two that are really important okay and then we'll talk about a third one that's really important in a minute okay okay so there was 12 players uh in addition to this uh well the main part was 12 players each suspended for 50 games each and most of these teams have about 50 games left. So it's pretty much the rest of the year. Um, the two really important ones are Nelson so, Cruz. So they, what? so I think the big part of that is that they agreed. So they got, they got a 50 game suspension because they decided not to take in it. They just, they decided to give up their right to appeal. Exactly. Yeah. So they're all getting 50 and agreeing to it because they're not fighting it. Right. They're taking their 50 and they'll say, we'll see you at spring training next year. Like Ryan Braun. Like Ryan Braun, exactly. Uh, who is strangely enough not on this list, so uh, he was caught for other things. Um, so the two big names on here are Nelson Cruz, starting right fielder for the Rangers, and I believe I saw where the Rangers said they would not be resigning him at the end of the year. Oh. Uh, and then you got Johnny Peralta, starting shortstop for the Detroit Tigers, and this is interesting because um, they think that he might not be back next year. He's going into free agency. So he might go somewhere else. So that was a big reason for them to try to get uh, Mr. Iglesias, who they feel could be a starting shortstop for them uh, oh, the rest of this year and okay. next year. 
Interesting. So then there's a bunch of other guys um, that I a mean, lot of minor, some minor leaguers. There's a lot of minor leaguers. Yeah. So you know, so these guys all you know basically said, "Yeah, you got us. We'll take our suspensions and and take our ball and go home." Um, but the big story. This is the big story. Are you are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? Uh, yeah, I usually do. Okay, good. Uh, Mr. Alex Rodriguez. Yes. Your, your friend and my friend of the show, Alex Rodriguez, uh, suspended for 211 games, which is an interesting number. It's how many games are left but from August 8th of this year through the end of 2014. So basically they're saying you're done through 2014. However, he is planning to appeal. So he can keep playing. And this is weird. He's in the lineup tonight. Tonight is his first night back from injury. Wow. The day they announced his suspension is his first night back in the lineup. So he's playing. I would be interested to know. I I haven't checked to see, but what kind of reception he got. Uh, I think they're playing the White Sox tonight. I would love to see what kind of reception he got when he was announced. Yeah, let me just tune into that game. No, I will not. No, I will not. Um. So he's appealing and he can play until his appeal is decided. Um, and he stands. All right, let me let me read from this thing here, because this is this is kind of crazy. So they they suspended him for 211 games. And here is the statement from the MLB. Uh, Rodriguez Rodriguez's discipline under the Joint Drug Prevention and Treatment Program is based on his use and possession of numerous forms of prohibited performance enhancing substances, including testosterone and human growth hormone. Over the course of multiple years, Rodriguez's discipline under the basic agreement is for attempting to cover up his violations of the program by engaging in a course of conduct intended to obstruct and frustrate the office of the commissioner's investigation. So what they're saying, first of all, they named the drugs he uses because they usually don't do that. And then they did he use said, that, did he use meth? Uh, I don't, I think maybe some Heisenberg blue ice. <laughs> did, sure. did they mention blue ice? They did not on, mention on the, blue on ice. The report. They didn't mention testosterone and human growth hormone. Um, but they're saying that he used both of them for multiple years and that the suspension is so big because first of all, well, they're not stating it, but a big part of it is because he's not just saying, yeah, I did it and admitting it and taking the suspension. He's fighting it. But the other thing is because he tried to cover it up and, um, they're saying he tried to obstruct their investigation, blah, blah, blah. But, um, so he stands, all right, this is kind of crazy. If he, his, 2014 salary, if he loses his appeal and is suspended all of 2014, $25 million. Wow. So if the, he's out for 25, 2014. So the Yankees are not going to really, uh, be if he's helping. suspended, they don't have to pay him. Yeah. Right. So they're not going to be helping with his appeal. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, and if he dropped his appeal before Thursday when his, um, suspension goes into effect, he would lose 7.96 million of this year's salary. Wow. Uh, but uh, Major League Baseball Players Association is going to um, help defend him in his appeal. Oh, that's, so, that's real nice of them. Yeah, and I saw some statements from some uh, baseball players, mostly Red Sox players because that's what I was paying attention to, but some of them are kind of divided about the opinion of whether or not the Players Association should defend him or not. They're like, yeah, we kind of see that they should, kind of, but we really don't like it, and they were kind of a little peeved that their players association dues were going to go to defend him, but 
they could kind of <laughs> so they're like so yeah. we'll see what happens we will keep you posted because i think baseball fans everywhere including yankee fans are ready for this guy to go so do you think he'll he'll come back after that after the 2014 i don't know uh what was it he's gonna be almost 40 almost 40 years old right right he's gonna be 40 in 2015 is that right uh sure would you sign a a 39 40 year old third baseman with hip problems i wouldn't mm. yeah you can get mike lowell for that <laughs> what is where is mike lowell did he die no he's not uh, dead okay. i think he's i'm not dead yet he helped out with spring training this year, I believe, and I think he said he wants to coach. <laughs> he helped out with spring training. Did 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 the players did, did they listen to you? Did the coaches take your advice? Did they? Well, no, <laughs> but if they did, he's <laughs> got the players. Yeah, they, tell they them which ones they play in tell, spring training games. Tell them which well, ones no. they should keep, which ones they should cut, <laughs> and they listen to you. Oh, uh, that's an American classic. That is an American classic. Anyway, so A Rod, A Rod gone, maybe in the death throes bye bye. of his career. So there we go. There's our baseball news and uh, follow up for today. Awesome. Lovely. Loved it. Every yeah. minute of it. It was good times. So uh, what else do we have on the on the old agenda? Well, I think the only other thing I, I wanted to throw out there was uh, in lieu of the fact that, you know, we throw will it. not we will <laughs> not be <laughs> throw it, baby. Uh, we will not be having a podcast for a few weeks, given my uh, travel plans. And during my uh, time in the motherland, I will uh, <laughs> going be, back to your roots. <laughs> right, right, right. I will be missing uh, the premiere of the final season, Breaking Bad. Of Breaking Bad. Yes, it is coming back uh, Sunday, August eleventh, nine p.m. on AMC. Season five, part two. Part two of season five. And uh, just for completeness' sake, I have to say it. Then Hank is finally getting off the toilet. Wow. And um, Walter's gonna die. Yeah, most likely. Like, yeah. How can he live? How can I, he live? I don't. I don't know. I mean, you never know with this show. But, so, um, so season five, part one, part in, part in of season five. Of uh, season. Five. So, just trying to refresh what all happened. I know it was only eight episodes, but so we had. Uh, it, it was now this trifecta, right? Of a. Uh, of a meth producing company with, with Ermin Trout and mm-hmm. Walter and Jesse in it together. Right. Yes. Mike mm-hmm. wanted some money for, I guess <laughs> it wasn't really a happy union, uh, a happy triumvirate. union. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't even remember they, Mike wanted, Mike was, was wanted money. He was able, he was going to get the met, the methylamine from the company. Right. From the the girl Madrigal 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 yeah. yeah, so he wanted the money so then he could give his trust fund to his granddaughter or whatever. Uh, but then all this crazy shit happened and then ended up spoiler alert Mike dies. Yeah, friggin' uh, Jesse Plemons from Friday Night Lights, the t- guy Todd. Remember Todd? The yes, powder guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the guy looks like powder. Uh, shot the. <laughs> <laughs> he shot the kid. Yeah, that uh, that episode upset me. Yeah, man, that was crazy. What was it like? He was ca- he had the he had the bug or whatever he was catching. And, and yeah, then, and then the bug di- and then bug got left there when he got shot. It was it was sad. It, it's like this show just keeps getting like 
darker and darker and darker. And, but like, it's so gradual that you're just like along, along for the ride. Well, think about what it's like if you just, I mean, for most of the people that watched it from the beginning and how long it takes, but people that caught up, like I did on binge watching, save the last season, you know, how quickly it just goes downhill. I mean, real quick. And I, and that's what, yeah. and that's what Gilligan wanted. You know, he wanted, uh, see what it was going to be like for, you know, to, to get fans behind a protagonist and then make this guy into an antagonist and see what, uh, see what came out. Yeah. And I, I do think it's interesting. The, the dynamic between him and Jesse, where Jesse seems to be growing more and more of a conscience mm-hmm. as Walt is losing his. Well, he was out, right? He was out, man, with, uh, yeah. in like season two, season three with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then she overdosed. How did, what happened? She, how well, did she... she overdosed. And then, uh, I certainly hope you've seen all the episodes and this isn't spoiling it for you. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, she overdosed, right. And then Walt was there. He like came in to get some money or something. Oh, he could have saved her. He could have saved her. Yeah. Right. And he let her die. Or did he? Yes. Stuff? I can't remember. No, he just sat there and watched as she choked on yeah. her own vomit. Hope you're not eating. Uh, yeah, he could have he could have helped her and she yep. Yep. It was pretty cold. He pretty much killed her. Cuz he's the one that knocks. Yeah. He is the one who knocks. So, um I I was reading this article uh in Variety about cuz I read Variety. Wow, I read cla- the trades. Classy guy. I read the trade pubs. <laughs> I read the trades. Um but I was reading this article about uh Breaking Bad uh S5 part de and uh, this guy really summed this up really good. I got to read this to you. This okay, go ahead. Okay, so he says, this is uh, Brian Lowry in Variety. This series has set a seldom rivaled standard for serialized storytelling, specifically writing itself into what seemed like in- inescapable corners, only to find ingenious resolutions, and by charting the slow motion descent of the- its protagonists, gradually crossing one moral threshold after another. Like, that sums up the whole show right there. Boom. Yeah, it's a slippery slope, man. You yeah. just... It goes from killing this guy to doing this guy to poisoning this dude with ricin. Like, what the fuck, dude? He, yeah. he gave that kid ricin, and then yeah. he blamed it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was messed up. Messed up it's stuff. It's very messed up. Yeah. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And now, and now he's getting to the point, as we saw at the end of the last episode, he's to the point where his brother-in-law, who is a DEA agent, is he still in the DEA or is he... I guess he's still DEA, um, has kind of figured out who he is and what's going on. Well, there's the rub, right? Because he, you know, we saw that uh, he gave it up, that Walt gave it all up, right? right. So we're, we're like panning. It's like months later and they're all out. They're all eating. They're all da 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 da. He's, you know, gotten out of the business. He's, you know, going to turn his life around. It seems like everything's okay. And then, then Hank goes to take a crap. And, uh, you know, like you do, you, you know, he doesn't have his Twitter handy. So he goes and looks at his uh, trusty uh, stash of periodicals and <laughs> and you got, uh, you know, Walt Whitman right there. So what do you do? Who but you it's Walt Whitman on the toilet. Hey, you know, they're looking for some divine inspiration. So there you go. And you do see you read Walt Whitman on the toilet. I do not read Walt Whitman. Did we talk about this was leaves of grass, correct? Do you read my tweets on the toilet? I read your toots on the toilet. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, yeah. So he sees dub- dedicated to WW by GB. Yep. So and then Hank being the 
the forward thinking uh, individual that he is. They're minerals, Marie. <laughs> yeah what what was with that storyline i i don't know it was like what the hell then all of a sudden he was like i'm done with rocks <laughs> screw the rocks yeah that uh-huh. didn't go anywhere with the focus groups no no it didn't he said okay we're gonna drop the we're gonna drop the rock storyline all right uh, <laughs> they're minerals brandon there need to be less less minerals and more heads on turtles yes oh <laughs> there, there couldn't have been oh. enough heads on turtles i think they could have used at least two or three more heads on turtles yeah, like like a sled of turtles with heads on it. Like uh, I think the over under was three, and I took the over. I'm totally screwed now. Almost like an Iditarod of turtle heads. <laughs> that would be excellent. An Iditarod of turtle heads. Our turtles and we've got a title. Heads heads on turtles. I guess I don't, I don't. I'm not. I guess I'm not being clear. I don't want turtle heads. I want heads on turtles. So you want an Iditarod of heads on turtles? Correct. You know, uh, would they be pulling a sled? Yes, they would. But very slowly. Yes, very slowly. And, and very there, there's the, and therein lies the irony. That's the irony of the race. <laughs> I don't something, know what we're even talking about. Something anymore. like that. But anyway, clearly Walter is Heisenberg and Hank, he knows, and Hank now knows it. Hank knows that Walter is the one who knocks. Yes. And um, so what, what do you think is going to happen here, man? I... The only thing that I will predict that I think should happen, whether it does or not, is that Jesse kills Walt. Jesse is oh, yeah. that Jesse should be the one. Jesse is the one that was at the beginning. He was the naive one, the messed up one. He's grown up. He's mm-hmm. educated. He's understanding of what the of how messed up in the head Walter really is. And Jesse's not that guy. And all of the bad stuff that's happened to Jesse in his life. And he's wanted to get out so many times. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got so much hatred and anger toward toward Walter. And once he finds out everything that Walter did that he doesn't know about, I mean, it's, he doesn't it's, know about the girl yet, right? He doesn't know about the ricin. He doesn't know, right? He doesn't know that he that he that Walter was the one that poisoned. He doesn't the know boy. about the ricin, but I was wondering, did, does he does he know? No, he doesn't know nope. about the the girl with the overdose. Nope. And I don't know that that's necessarily going to come to pass. Uh, I don't. I didn't seem like they made enough emphasis on that is something that's going to come back up but i mean that's you know it's more like for us to know yeah, like I how think fucked the only up in the way head that would come up is if walt's like yeah well i watched so and so die or something right like so but, either so. way it's got i mean i think that's the fitting that's the fitting ending is is jesse being the one to pull the trigger um because you saw what it did to mm-hmm. him you saw what it did to him to have to go and kill gail you know he he didn't want to do yes. that and he, and he had to do it and it changed him and I think it's uh I think Jesse's going to have to do it. But other outside of that, I have no idea how it's going to going to transpire with Hank. If Hank's going to find out or now that Hank knows how, how he's going to what he's going to do and how he's going to wrestle with that inside and and uh between, you know, trying to save the day and also that's his I mean it's his family, right? Yeah, exactly. He's got her. I think what I'm most excited about is the fact that with the how many episodes is it? 8 I think so. Probably like the last yeah. one. So um, uh, the the thing I'm most excited about is from minute one of the the one on the 11th through the very end, I have no idea what's going to happen. Right. I think that's what I'm super excited about is I, I, I literally have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. The other thing that's going to be nice on my end is actually I'm because I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss. I'm guessing I guess it's just two episodes. 
because I'll get back in the country on, excuse me, on the uh, 25th. Excuse me, on the 25th. So I'll be back for that Sunday night's episode, but I'll miss the 11th and the 18th. Um, So I'll I'll watch three in a row pretty much on that Sunday. That's cool. While I'm catching up from a a wicked jet lag, um, because I guess joke. I guess I always forget how that works. I guess when we came back from London, I like slept for a day or two. Uh, it's kind of around the same way because because Cape Town is six hours ahead. So I'll actually so, yeah, I'll be traveling for like a day and a half, and and then I'll get home, and it'll have been like not even a day because That's I leave because I leave Saturday afternoon, and I get home Sunday morning. Yet I've flown you know twenty five hours or whatever. Um. Plus, you know, layover times and stuff. So it's going to be interesting. I would just be in like a blur, like a fog the whole way. That's I remember when we came back from London. That's how I was. I mean, I remember I like came home, we ate dinner and I slept for like 15 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. uh Yeah. My problem with London was I watched movies the whole way back and I never slept. Mm, that is a problem. Yeah. It was a I watched problem. movies all the way there. So that was actually helpful. Uh, but on the way back, I I definitely slept. And I will be sleeping quite a bit on uh, on the on all my flights, especially the flight out there from Dulles Definitely. to Senegal, eight hour flight at six o'clock at night. So I get in at you know six in the morning, somewhere around there. So my uh, my Bose noise canceling headphones are in the mail. Birthday nice. present, birthday nice. present uh, from a few of the parentals, and uh, so apparently these are like the sh- the the bee's knees, the cat's pajamas. In terms of noise canceling technology, so I'm. <laughs> Did we just step into the twenties? <laughs> I'm very, I'm very. Yes, by talking about Bose noise canceling headphones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited to. These are great. You see, I'm very excited to drown out people because I hate people. I mean, not all people, just people on planes. Yeah, they I want to yeah. talk. People want to talk to you. I gotta agree with you. I hate most people. So. Well, yeah, but you know that about me. So. I know that about you, but I just saw on planes, you know, I'm, I want to do my thing. I want to read a book. I want to watch a movie. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you really for the most part. I'm not here to develop a deep and meaningful relationship on my flight to Senegal. Uh, I want to get some sleep. Uh, I want to not eat shit for dinner and, you know, maybe not have to uh, wait 30 minutes to go to the bathroom. Other than that, don't talk to me. Is that is that harsh? No, it is. It is what it is, my friend. You know. Yeah, it is. So uh, that's all I got. Did we? Did we? Did we put a bow on uh, on Heisenberg? I think we did. Um, it. I think we uh, mentioned that it is uh, August the eleventh at nine p.m. and you should definitely watch it. And we will talk about it more then. Yeah, we will. We'll talk about it more, and then I'm sure we'll have a wrap up at the end and talk about the finale. Yeah. Awesome. You got anything else? Uh, no. No, I'm good, man. Enjoy your trip. Um, All right. Well, if you got nothing else, then uh, I'll just say it's been a pleasure, guys. I'm going to miss you all, but I'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, Until then, Nicholas has got some things cooking. Oh, you like that? And uh, hopefully this episode came through okay. With uh, we we talked earlier about the aforementioned router issues, and uh, I'm now operating uh, in the dark ages on Wi-Fi. Without like an uh, animal, without a, like an animal with no wired connection, and I've, I have heard a few artifacts here or there. So hopefully, our uh, our guru on the podcasting uh, editing editing team can uh, can work out those uh, some of those issues, and you guys can have a clean clean episode. 
I'll cut all this out. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, like I said, take care, guys. Have fun. Listen to some back episodes and uh, enjoy Breaking Bad. And we'll uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. Sound good, bud? Yeah, man. All right, man. Take care. Peace out. Stay frosty. Stay frosty.